Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the description. Mustache, this is Ron. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, Ron. Kept you waiting, huh? I'm at the sneak point in front of the hippie commune facility. Excellent, Ron. Not having pants hasn't slowed you down one bit. Our intel says Henry's anchor is either located in the temple or in the hatch. We need you to infiltrate and find that anchor. Oh, jeez. How am I going to sneak past all these weird hippies? Ron, who are you talking to? Cover yourself in mud so you blend in with these disgusting, smelly hippies. Copy that, mustache. Ron, wait, don't... I'm making my way towards the temple. Remember, stealth is vital. What Use the frick? On Why does everyone look like Hang on, Henry's oh, freaking God. out because oh, all the hippies on? look oh, like geez. him. Ron, oh, use a weapon button to aim your tranquilizer gun at Henry. Oh, crap, they've spotted us, Ron. Hang on, Mr. Mustache, we've been spotted by the hippies. Get out of there, Ron. Use the circle button to stick to Henry and use him as cover. Oh, that's a great idea. Thanks, Ron. Mr. Mustache. Ron? Ron! Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, a light D&D role-playing podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll bard of the group. And this week, Glenn Fact, coming at you hot. Uh, Glenn, as you know, has spent a lot of time in malls. Uh, One of his favorite stores in the mall is basically the Brookstone slash Sharper Image store because they got those (laughs) massage chairs. Mm -hmm. And Glenn, definitely every single time there's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me just loosen up before the show. And we'll just plop down in a massage chair and just kind of let it go to town on his back for a little bit. It's his sort of pre-show routine. (laughs) Other pre-show routines include, you know, stopping by the Auntie Annie's and picking up a pretzel and getting a massage, you know, the whole nine. Uh, But Glenn secretly harbors the belief that he's like, Man, these things should sell themselves. These people aren't trying hard enough to sell me on these massage chairs. So he thinks he can sell a massage chair to anybody if he had a massage chair. And his strategy is basically sitting there just being like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Right. Cut my knots. Exactly. (laughs) 
Oh, God. He's been asked to leave three sharper image. <laughs> you know how um, the Sky Mall magazines used to have all of the sharper image and Brookstone stuff in them? And they were mm-hmm. always just like the most absurd stuff that you would never uh, buy. But like, so my mom is similar to me in that like we'll like laugh about something super stupid and then we can't stop laughing. And then like suddenly we're just like disrupting the entire state of affairs and wherever we are. And so we used to like not be able to look at the sky mall if we were ever on a plane together because like literally we had people like turn around and be like, hi, could you guys keep it down? Because we would literally be like, Uggs, but with wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name is Matt Arnold. I play Daryl Wilson, uh, stay at home coach dad. Uh, who becomes a barbarian when he makes oh, love man. to his wife? Makes love to his wife. I was trying to say something other than enters because that made Beth laugh. But then, <laughs> then I was going to say comes. The I was going to say comes into the forgotten realms. He penetrates the forgotten realms. <laughs> he becomes a barbarian when he comes all over the forgotten realms. And my oh, dad pack yeah. is so Daryl may not know a lot about BDSM. Okay, I'm very interested, but it's not, not what you think it is. But he does know a lot about BRAT. Brat, which is the rule when you have an upset tummy, which seems relevant. So brat is what you should think about when you have an upset tummy, which is bananas, rice, apples, and toast. And that's what Daryl always remembers whenever he gets an upset stomach and he always takes care of everybody. So wait, you eat them all at once? They're just the things you should eat. Oh. You should, those are the all only things you should eat. at the same time? That seems like you it'll could. be even worse. Well, Daryl's favorite brat food is toast, but he likes milk toast, which is essentially make your own cereal, which is you cook up some toast and you put some cinnamon and sugar on top of that toast and then you tear into chunks and you drop it in a bowl and you have a little bit of milk in there. And then that is borderline Henry O recipe. So it's like ersatz cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, it's just cinnamon toast crunch. You just made it yourself and it tastes great. You can choose your own bread, brioche. It's amazing. That's all the ingredients for just cinnamon toast. You could just have cinnamon cinnamon toast but you can make it yourself but that's and you, you can get better bread you you imagine going toast? to your kid and being like hey hey don't worry about them oh fruit loops i can make fruit loops oh count chocula let me show you my count if y'all, chocula. If y'all haven't had milk toast one you're probably not a new englander from 1960 but two it is delicious and you should try it it's good stuff i remember I, when i was a kid i was obsessed as we all were with um mcdonald's breakfast and my favorite uh, was yeah. the bacon egg and cheese biscuit and I remember my dad he needed to do a, an errand one Sunday morning and like dragged me along with him. He's like, Will, I promise you, we're going to get a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit after this. I was like, oh, yeah, so excited for McDonald's. And he took me to like a restaurant, like a brunch place for, you know, no. what would have been millennials at the time. And we sat down and I was fucking furious. Like I must have been like seven or eight years old. I was so upset that we were not going to McDonald's. And then he's like, well, they got biscuits and bacon and eggs right here. And then he asked the waitress to like put it in a little sandwich. Oh, no. Oh my God. And I was told, I was like, You're, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so. oh and was it as good? Was it no, as good? it was not as good of course as not. the McDonald's. I've never, I've never had a fancy version. I've never that's forgiven better. my father for that. I, I, and, that's <laughs> why you don't, and that's why you don't talk anymore. That's you why we don't since, talk anymore. <laughs> since seven. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Will Campos. I play America's favorite hippie Birkenstock rockin' crunchy munchy nature druid granola dad from the Forgotten Realms. Oh, that's right. And that's why I feel safe saying America's favorite because he's probably the only person that all that stuff applies to. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of D&D podcasts out there, my friend. Fair enough that maybe we're not the first ones to that. Um, this is I shouldn't have said that in the intro because my fact this week was just going to be Henry's from the Forgotten Realms. And I feel like <laughs> I've been sitting on that long enough. 
stuff that I'm busting it out as my fact this week. If you've been wondering why you haven't heard any facts about Henry's like high school experience or like what it was like for him to be a teen or like what video games he played as a young man. Now, you know, it's because since episode like three of this podcast, I've been sitting on this bombshell and now uh, it's a whole new world. Who knows what kind of Henry facts we'll have in the Do future. You guys think that being like, man, that show really became part of the Forgotten Realms is going to be the new Jump the Shark. I that's I am very nervous for this <laughs> no. very specific reason. <laughs> I would have said it if I thought you were actually nervous yeah. about. So well, wait, well, can I ask you a question then? Because Henry has like a pretty comprehensive working knowledge of 90s computer games and video games yeah so did he like come into our world and the thing that really got his attention was all these computer games henry came into our world with amnesia i imagine henry probably did a lot of digging around in 90s and 80s nostalgia trying to trigger sense memories for himself which is why like you know he probably for a while like you know like mist really reminded him of something but it probably was just (laughs) the, the weird energy of the creepy forest he grew up in and the rhythm of like hip-hop like remind him of like music back from the forgotten realms yes exactly that was the inspiration (laughs) most people dig around in 80s and 90s culture because they have depression now (laughs) (laughs) it was heartbreaking he everyone was talking about how stranger things reminded them of their childhood and then he was like this reminds me of nothing (laughs) couldn't enjoy stranger things he's the only one (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm beth may and i'm america's Fourth You're America's favorite. favorite, you can say it. Fourth favorite Beth May. There's actually a Beth May that's Elizabeth May, and she's like a, a fantasy writer who has like way more fans than I will. And she's we should like, just <laughs> say that's you. What's stopping Oh, that is us? me. Yeah, of yeah. course. I think she lives in Scotland, though. So, but yeah. yeah. So, which means no one will ever run into we her. We had to talk to a random house to get Beth on the podcast. She got like 100K Twitter followers. And now Elizabeth, Elizabeth really adds a lot of like, it does sound a little more successful. That's Doesn't what my it, mom like, always said. The author of the <laughs> YA fantasy trilogy, The Falconer. Ooh, this ooh. shit. This sounds good. Yeah, I sounds mean, good, Beth. You're talented. The next time you call Beth May in universe, it should be a uh, it's a wrong number, and you get oh, Elizabeth, shit, Elizabeth May so from good. Scotland. And Elizabeth May can show up and be like, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who? How'd you get my number? Please stop calling." <laughs> now that I'm like the toxic, awful person that looks at how many Twitter followers they have, like whatever I, I clicked on her, I'm like Elizabeth May. Who does she think she is? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> Who do I think I am? Um, I'm Beth May, just just to clarify, and not Elizabeth May. And I play uh, Ron Stampler. Well, we lost some followers now. <laughs> oh no! I thought this was the. Oh, girl I thought this was the writer <laughs> of the YA fantasy trilogy, <laughs> The Falconer. I want to hear about the Falcons. I play yeah, Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week is that Ron can type seventy words per minute. Wow. That's right. Respectable. Yeah, that's respectable. respectable. Wait, it's, word? It's, it's only one word, and it's the word word <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. He can type the word word over and over oh, again 70 times 70 per minute. words per minute. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, that's yeah. Still pretty fast. That's a little over one a second. That's pretty fast. That's For like even just knowing. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty I, good. I'm not acting like it's a, it's something to not be proud of because, yeah, it's good for him. Well, word to that. Right. Okay. This is what Henry's going to say when he finds out about that. <laughs> Hey, everybody. It's me, Anthony Birch, your dad. Yay! Yeah, I miss, I miss seeing your dad face. Well, that's one of us. You're just an Anthony on my screen. You just yeah. It's just the Arial font Anthony is just sitting there. Could you at least like put an emoji or something in there so I have something to look at? Anthony has evolved into his final form, a lowercase <laughs> white on black sans serif font. 
I just, it's just very hot in my house and I don't want to have to put on clothes just to talk with you nerds. So, Wait, are you no, naked for this I recording? Am. Yeah, that's why he always says God, he's not on camera. So mu- you sound so much like my dad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you sound so naked. <laughs> that's so what I thought naked. he was going to say. Was like, can you hear the you lack of... You sound so naked. Yeah, that's an unfortunate thing that you can just know now. Some episodes have been naked before. Some oh, I, I haven't. What? If you can go through the catalog and think you can figure out which ones I'm naked and which one I'm not, I will give you a $100 gift the card. The earlier episodes is where he's... Naked most often is the one we were all recording in the <laughs> yes, same room. Yeah, especially when we were in the same room is when he did it. Yeah, no, it was a power move. I just want to also say congratulations to all of us, but mostly to Will yes. for your first rap album. Oh, pish posh. The, all yeah. the, oh all the glory goes to Freddie and Max Waller for pulling that one together. No. Will Campos no, put together a... Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've finished the Rocks Rock EP which is, as referenced in the show, the first EP rap album that Henry Oak created. (laughs) The first Uh, of many. (laughs) The first of many. So people who are Patreon supporters already know about this. This released for free to all of them because it was a Patreon stretch goal. Uh, If you're listening to this right now, it's available for download on our website, DungeonsAndDaddies.com. And if you stick around after the episode, you can hear a preview of the first track. Some choice beats. I feel like if that's canonical, like that's actually the album Henry made, like it really changes his character. (laughs) Yeah. Like, because that was no garage band bullshit like like he did on the episode like off the top of his dome like that was Henry that was some good ass it, rap like, so somebody said it well when they were like Daryl said he liked the album and they're like now it makes sense because it's fucking legit it's yeah. legit hard it's legit good yeah he wasn't just being nice <laughs> yeah well thank you guys anyway folks stick around after the end of the episode to listen to the first track what what Last time we were all together, you got Larkin Sparrow from Walter the Immoral and dropped off Grant, played some ninja, hung out, and then you went to the city of Oakvale, or the, the village, I guess, of Oakvale, to get Henry Oak's anchor. And once you got there, uh, you split up. Ron and Henry are together, and the others are with Lark, Sparrow, and Payton, making sure that they don't follow after Henry. Henry found that there was a very large temple and a very large hatch uh, set into the ground, kind of like lost, and that his anchor was in one of those two buildings. As he got close, they got caught. The guards that were going to presumably like arrest you or attack you, they instead fell to one knee, kind of referred to you as royalty. And then Barry Oak came out of the temple and said, Hen, welcome home. And then also a lot of the people look like me, right? But they're not clones. They're not clones. Sorry. Yes. Also, this village of Oakvale is weirdly filled with a bunch of people that look very similar to Henry Oak, almost like they are relatives of his. Not like they're clones. I didn't describe that well. Not like clones, but more than the way all white people look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in that zone. Like, yes, an embarrassment of Hemsworths, which is, I believe, how Hemsworths are referred to in the plural. Barry Oak has descended the stairs and has taken your hands into his Henry and he said you're home what I pull my hands back what the what what do you what do you mean home what are you talking about where am I what is this place this is Oakvale this is where you were born this is where I raised you and this is where you left me so long ago and this is now I think you'll agree where you are going to return to finish what it was started what what so Henry internally, because I, I'm not a great actor, so I'm going to explain it rather than acting. Um, <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if you could do this in movies? Or yeah. like, Listen, hold on. Internally, this is how I feel. That's what's great about books, my friend. Books can be like, here's what was going on. So Henry is like, it's just a sheer terror kind of going through him right now. 
he's just very overwhelmed. I stagger back. I'm just, what, what do you, what, what? And he looks around and it starts to slowly come back to him. He looks around and he sees these faces that all kind of look like him and it's all beginning to slide into focus. Oh my God. Oh my God. Father, what are you? Huh. And he goes, hen, 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 in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Behind him, Ron is like, in through the nose, out through the mouth, <laughs> in through the mouth. <laughs> and he goes, all will be revealed in time. But where, just where shut your- up, just shut up, just shut up, oh. just shut up, just, oh, that's, just that's stop rudeness. it, stop it, stop. Oh my God, oh my God. I just, I need a second. And then uh, Henry just kind of flops his ass back onto the ground and then goes. <laughs> onto Does that Ron? mean you crush Ron? I just, <laughs> I just I fall backwards Ron. onto Ron and then you hear a, like, okay, so yes, I just fall backwards. Is Ron still hiding behind me? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I'm just pitching backwards onto the ground because essentially Henry starts hyperventilating and he falls backwards. Yeah, I think, okay, so Ron's lying flat like a crime scene chalk outline on the ground <laughs> with his face in the mud, but like not, not super bothered. Are you still behind? Henry? Yeah, I think we're cheek to cheek at this point. So I feel like you have to roll constitution <laughs> yeah. to see if you can hold your breath for as long as this conversation is going to last. Oh. <laughs> nice. Don't let her roll stealth. I got a 15. You managed to hold your breath for at least the first, you know, chunk of whatever this conversation ends up being. So Henry's just on the ground, basically having a full on panic attack. He's just like, what is, what are you, what's just shut up, just shut up, just shut up. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Barry's going to be getting a lot of this right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Barry immediately just starts doing yoga in front of you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, your, your mood is beginning to influence my mood. We can't have that, can we? This needs to be a calm, welcoming environment. This is a safe space Oh my for God, you, shut up. Just me. shut up. Just oh shut, just stop. Oh there my he is. God. There's him. I just stand up and I start pacing around. I'm from here? I'm from the forgot. How is that possible? Well, I could tell it to you or I could show it to you. I fear that if I told you, you might not believe me. He's still doing yoga. I told you, you might not believe me. <laughs> I need some more strain in that voice. <laughs> no, he's so bendy. No, it's like uh, nothing it's to him. He's like, like both of his legs are behind his head and he's like just walking around on his hands. Um, and it doesn't sound like anything. But uh, I, I suspect I'll have to explain it all to your friends as well. Where are they? Or have you finally realized that you're better off without them? I'm not telling you anything. You want to okay, show me so something? You, you can show me. You uh, No. They're not. I don't know where they are. <laughs> They're back with the kids. You're never going to find them. They're with I, Okay. I got a 15. Ooh, actually, it's your dad. So I feel like he knows when you're lying to him. So go ahead and roll again. We'll say that's a disadvantage. Okay. I got uh, a 19. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Well done. It's been a while. So he yeah, he narrows his eyes and he goes, hmm, mayhaps you have learned something. Mm, mm, yes, mm, father, mm. mayhaps I have. Ugh. Mayhaps. Ugh. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to show me, you can show me and me alone. Because okay. I am by myself. Is Ron still so Ron's still hiding, right? Yeah, I'm still hiding behind you. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, did you notice I presume you did because you have my eyes, as it were. Did you notice the hatch when you came into the village? Yes. I saw the hatch. I did Well you have many questions, I'm sure, about your past, and those will all be answered if you head into the hatch. There are some catches involved with the hatch. A hatch catch, if you will. <laughs> Henry rolls Henry rolls psychic damage. <laughs> I take three damage. God, you and your, your stupid puns. Oh, just, mm. oh, it's so mm. cheesy. Oh, you loved it. He loved it. Does everybody love it? He like looks, and you, as you look around, you see that the entire 
town has sort of come to like watch you like they're watching a, a lovely show and they're all so happy. And he goes, that was a good joke, wasn't it? Not everybody very politely claps for him. And they go, oh, and he's, oh, thank you. Thank you. No, it's, 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 it, was a, it was an easy one. Um, but anyway, yes. So inside the hatch, you can learn everything about how our family came to be here in the Forgotten Realms. And I think once you see the whole story, you'll know that this is essentially where you belong and you must you should stay here with me, with your family. All of these, all everyone surrounds okay, you. Say hello I, to your family, Hen. I'm not. You're you're not. Let's just show me the hatch. Canary, can you take us to the hatch? And one of the girls goes, "Absolutely!" And she jumps to her feet. <laughs> <laughs> she. <laughs> you know when like people in like the 1950s would like make a fist and yep. go like, "Gee whiz!" and like punch the air, kind of like she does that. Why certainly? <laughs> I love it every time. I love Canary. Yeah, Canary's the best. So Canary, uh, I've already forgotten the voice. Uh, Canary goes, follow me. And she uh, she <laughs> leads you like walking way too jauntily, almost like Mickey in the old like Steamboat Willie cartoon. It's like just her limbs are moving a little bit too much. She's got a little bit too much bounce her, her step. Her lips have shot way like five inches out from her face as she's whistling. Yeah. As you walk toward the hatch, Barry says, I will be here waiting for you once you uh, realize what is to be done, of course. Uh, I shall see you in a moment. But there are preparations to be made for the feast. There's going to be a play, a party. There's going to be so many enjoyable things. We've been waiting so long for you, my son. He, like, does the trail-off thing with his voice. He doesn't need to because he's just walking away. I'm trying as hard as I can to tune him out right now. At this point, isn't... I mean, they're surrounded at this point. Have they not noticed oh, Ron? that's true. Yeah, Ron, give me another stealth check. Okay. Well, but, but remember we that in the previous episode... Beth said that Ron like covered himself with mud and muck and stuff. Yeah. And he's faced down and thing. He could just blend right into the ground. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah it's good. He's John Ronbo now. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a, a, a man of war. Says so 14 plus 8 is 20. I forgot how good you Two. were at sneaking. <laughs> they just look and they see a big hunk of mud on Henry's back. Nice. I feel like you're crawling like right behind him and they just like you are just like well, a no, moving pile I of mud. In the mud so. Or like I got my hands like around his ankles and he's yes. just dragging me. <laughs> he's just dragging yeah. you. <laughs> so he looks like Pigpen. He just has this like yeah. fucking cloud of muck around him all the Everyone time. Everyone thinks that Henry's walking really slow because he's freaking out and traumatized <laughs> and that's partially true but it's also because he's dragging Ron and trying to be cool about it. <laughs> Should I roll again to see if I can talk to him a little bit? Uh, yeah, if you want to. You'll have to yeah, roll another stealth. Okay, so 11 plus 8. So 19. You'll right, love to see talk. it. Just through the vibrations, transmit through his ankles, through your yeah, hands. I feel like you're kissing his ankles. <laughs> uh, hey, Henry, what do you think? Sorry, I just choked on a stick. Um, <laughs> hey, Henry, what do you think we should do? I mean, I, you know, do I have to roll stealth to talk to <laughs> yeah. Ron? Uh, yes. Well, but you're like muttering to yourself, right? No, no, no. It's, it's the difference between them thinking he's muttering to himself and them not hearing it I at see. All. Actually, I I'm going to do see. this as a performance because I'm oh, trying nice. to perform that I'm talking to myself. I'm trying to bluff it that I'm talking to myself, but I'm really talking to myself. There you go. Wrong. That's okay. the slick rule. That's the shit I want. Okay. And I got a 13. That's not good enough. So they definitely <laughs> hear you just sort of murmuring whatever you're about to say to yourself. Canary hears this. But do they think I'm murmuring it to myself? Yes, they okay. do. All right. I, I don't know, Ron. This is a lot. Okay, never right mind. Now. You said Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So Canary turns around, and goes, "Who's Ron? Who's Ron? What? What do you? Who's? What, who's? I don't know who Ron. I don't. I just got here. Don't, go find Ron if you uh, want to talk I, to Ron. I'm, I'm your pet rock. Ron's my pet rock. <laughs> Ooh. I grab a rock on the ground and I kind of like hold it near his ankle. <laughs> and then and, I, and I pick it up and I say, "Ron's my pet rock. Okay, this is my emotional support Hi. rock. He's my rock." <laughs> <laughs> You get inspiration. 
<laughs> Canary goes, oh, I have an emotional support rock as well. That's so delightful. And she takes a rock out of her out of her fanny pack in front of her. And it's like a rock and a sock or whatever. And she goes, I use it to repel people that I do not care for. And I use it to comfort myself in long, lonely nights where I feel sad about the, you know, death and, and the end of all mortality. So can, can you tra- run that one yeah. by me one more time before oh, no. I go into this creepy hatch? What was that? Yes. So if somebody tries to hurt me, like if I'm, and nobody inside of Oakville hurt me ever, of course, for mm-hmm. multiple reasons. But if I go out on the road to try to go to another town to sort of see the sights, I carry Bianca here with me to protect myself. And when I'm uh, asleep and thinking about how when there's nothing for us after death, just black void and eternal nothingness, I hold on to the rock to keep me grounded. Oh, you're just talking about okay. just death and death. Ge- okay, that, yeah. I mean, that's the normal terrifying stuff. <laughs> I thought this was, all right. That's right. <laughs> okay, I thought that was maybe like a clever into like a fantasy thing, but um, oh, I'm no, 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 not a fantasy thing, just a normal, relatable thing. All right, well, it seems like a fun thing to remind people of in the middle of a podcast. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, hey, Canary, I'm, it's good for you. You have an emotional support rock, like my emotional support rock, Ron. So Ron and I are going to keep walking, and if you hear me talking to my friend Ron, just know it's me talking to this rock. Wonderful. Oh, that was a close one, Ron. That was really close. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to do when we get to the hatch? Okay, I think when we get to the hatch, I mean, I've got to figure out what the frick is going on here. And I don't I don't trust what's going on with regards to, you know, the other rocks. You know how there's those other rocks? Because I'm assuming that uh, Canary is still leading us, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those other rocks, I want to make sure that they're safe. So I want to keep them far away. You mean you're talking about the kids? You're mm-hmm. talking about your boys? The baby rocks. Yes, the baby rocks. That's what we're talking about. I think we just got to go in here, Ron, because I'm pretty scared to do this on my own. And I think, you know, maybe we got to go in. But what, what do you think? You know, I'm, I mean, this is a two-way street. So, you know, I want to hear. And then I hold, the, <laughs> I hold the rock up to my ear to pretend that I'm talking to the rock and, like, nodding along. Um, yeah, sh- sure. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll, buddy. Great. I'm really glad it's you and me on this one, Ron. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of a bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap. And if you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month. So you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. 
Rocket Money's over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons & Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. I've never what, gone. What, well, what not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up. That is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you got the problem is that screens made them. Oh my it's God. Really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities Whoa. and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kid's in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. Kiwi Co. Like, I already like, did all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. Kiwi Co. doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with Kiwi Co. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. That's good. 20% off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash summer daddies one word summer daddies the last thing that happened was you learned that barry oak had created oak vale and that therefore the boys are walking into a trap so what do you do glenn this has got to be the barry oak that'd be too much a coincidence to go we went here for his anchor it's got to be barry i agree it's a high percentage likelihood but let's just keep open the possibility that there could be multiple people named barry oak you see when paths diverge you need to be able to game plan we gotta like barry wants larkin sparrow we gotta get larkin sparrow out of here rescue Mission. mission. Yeah, rescue. that's right, kids. We're going to do a rescue mission. We're going to rescue you two from your horrible grandpa who's coming <laughs> after you, okay? No, no, no. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to carve these sticks because you, you guys can defend a fort, right? We're going to make the biggest, baddest fort. Your grandpa's never going to be able to get in there. And when your dad comes back, we're not even going to let him in. It's going to be so intimidating. <laughs> you think you can handle that? think you make that big of a fort? We're going to make a fort that would keep out an oak? I do not think so. Oaks are battering rams used for breaching fortresses. We do not build. We destroy Hmm. Well, how about one of you makes a big fort and the other one builds a battery ram and then you see who wins? 
Yeah, you can use what's called an adversarial network. <laughs> what happens is one person makes something, the other person tries to break it down. Then that person realizes using the weaknesses of the thing they tried to break it down with can build a better one. And that process continues until you have a fort that's unbreakable and can also fool Google image captures. And whoever wins, I'll teach you how to do this. And Daryl's got some sweet butterfly knife skills and he like spins the knife around. Oh, that's, like, a, that's a roll dexterity. dexterity roll. Roll dexterity. It's not a butterfly knife, so I'm curious as to how this is going to go. No, he just spins his knife around. He got, uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, what is this shape? And it's the weird Dungeons and Dragons sign on the top of the dice, which means it's a 20 yeah, plus baby. one for dexterity. So I do, not only do I spin the knife, I spin the knife and then I twirl it on my finger like a basketball and I flip it in midair and as it's flying, I pull out an apple and take one chunk out of it, take a good bite. And then I hold the apple out and the blade slips through the apple and splits into three even pieces. And I hand two pieces to each of them. And then I take a bite of the last piece. I go, you want to learn how to do that? So Peyton's mouth is watering first of all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Sorry, Peyton. Here, you can have my apple piece. And I give him the rest of my piece. I already ate like half of. He goes, thank you, son. And he's still <laughs> reaching up to the knife. It's like, I, uh, uh, uh. well, if you help them out, you'll be able to do that too. Lark and Sparrow are like agog. <laughs> Their mouth are just open with the shot. Shit, Daryl's gonna steal my kids. <laughs> Daryl's doing a way better job with your fucking Fuck. kids. Maybe that's the secret is everyone just needs to rotate one dad to the left. Yeah, this week on Dad Swap. <laughs> Do not Google Dad Swap. <laughs> oh, God. She's not a Christian. <laughs> Lark and Sparrow immediately exchange glances and Sparrow's like, I will build the most impenetrable fortress. And Lark is like, I will build the most penetrable uh, oh shit, what's the word I'm looking for? I will build the most penetrable battering ram. And they immediately start putting sticks together and just building shitty forts out of nothing, just fucking dirt and mucus. But they seem to be pretty focused on that. And right. Caden's just like sitting there being their hype man being like, go, go, do it. Do it. <laughs> He's just hype man? Okay. Caden's like, I'm rooting for both of you. I don't even know why. All right, uh... Hey, Glenn, what do you think? Should we? I think this is going to work for now. I don't know. No, I'm just wondering, should we, <laughs> should, we, should we leave them? I don't know if we should leave them unsupervised. I mean, I guess Peyton is my dad, but like, it's still Peyton. I don't think he can supervise them, but like, I think Henry might need help. I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't know how to handle this, but like, maybe tell them like, we'll be back in a little bit and then keep it vague so that, you know, they don't know what a little bit means. And that gives us a little bit of freedom to try and figure <laughs> this out. And then if we don't show up, I guess they're going to come after us. Oh boy, this is a real pickle. How do you guys do it? No, no, no. I'm not concerned about them thinking we're going to be gone. I'm more concerned about us leaving them here and them getting like, you know, attacked or something. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, hey, paid him. Hmm. Yeah. What's up, baby? <sighs> Weird when your dad calls you baby. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah I don't like that. You were a baby, and I'm your father. <laughs> if anything, it makes more sense now. <laughs> my little baby boy, come here, my little baby boy. And he's got his arms outstretched, and he's just like walking towards you. All, and he's like, baby boy. No, no, no. There's he... daddy wants a hug. Daddy. Okay, okay. I give him. I, I pick him up and I give him a hug. Yes. Go, okay. Good boy. Yes. Okay. Hey, Peyton. He pats you on the head condescendingly. Yeah, he does. Do you even remember when my dad's name was uh his name is frank mm -hmm. okay is there a, I, I like kind of stare into his eyes like can i see is there do you remember anything about him uh no just the stuff that you told me generally okay well quick dad quiz then what are you gonna do if lark and sparrow here uh want to follow us i guess hot dad hot shot <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I shoot the lark um, <laughs> i guess i'll stop there okay but with and make them not follow you hey glenn Glenn, do you have like a whistle or anything? Maybe we just need to give them like some sort of way to call us if there's trouble. Oh, like an emergency whistle of some kind? I don't know, like an instrument? You probably oh, don't want to give the oh. guitar. That doesn't quite work. You could probably do it. I guess they could just scream. 
<laughs> I take back every good thing I said about Daryl's parenting. So your plan is that you leave three kids on their own, and if something bad happens, they we scream. scream. <laughs> Just bring us with you, man. Daryl, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We can trust Peyton more or less, right? <laughs> no, no, we can't. I put his, I put my hands here. Here's the problem. So like podcast Matt is like, we shouldn't split up the group more, but dad, Daryl's like definitely Glenn should stay here with the kids and, and Daryl should go check to see, because we should not get these kids anywhere near. This is like the chicken in the bag of rice and the wolf, <laughs> like you get them across the river. <laughs> Oh, I just know if I go and I find Henry and then like we can't find his kids, he'll be like, why did you leave the kids? But I know if I bring them and Barry sees them, he's going to like eat their souls or whatever it is. I think one of us needs to stay with the kids. Okay. Peyton is like, I have an idea. What's up, Peyton? You told me that when you first met them, they were disguised as one person standing on top of each other's shoulders. What if you roll in hard three creepy adults and also me and we go to town on these That's homies. True. That's true. Wait, this Daryl is such stares a good at Peyton, and for a second, like a little tears in his eye because it's like <laughs> it's kind of an idea. Like his dad, he's like, he's like, "That's pretty damn smart, Frank." I mean, Peyton, that's Aww. pretty. Yeah, no, that's true. I think we gotta take the risk. You know, we got him out of trouble the first time. Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. No, we're not leaving them out of our sight. You know, you're so right. You're all right. All three kids are gonna be a giant no, 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 dad no. in a trench coat. No, no, they've already proven that they can deceive adults as two kids in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, we put Larkin Sparrow as a trench coat person, and then Peyton is just along for the ride because he can <laughs> hey, handle Payton, himself. Peyton, can you do a Walter voice? Can I do a Walter? Yeah, let me try. <laughs> Okay, this is what I sound like when I'm born. I'm oh, holy shit. oh my god! <laughs> holy shit! Are you? How, what? What? We're three levels what? deep. <laughs> holy shit! Okay. Payton, Payton, I think if you can hop like a frog, we could maybe like. Uh, I know this can get a little grim, but maybe we can like carve all these fish up and put some put some fish scales <laughs> on your Daryl, face. Daryl, it's fine. Daryl, it's fine. It's fine. Are you sure? We don't no, need to worry no, about the that. Fish, Daryl, the fish can fine. speak English around here. I think they would be really. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's a little cruel. Okay, we'll just put some mud on your face and whatnat. We'll put no, some twigs on. You'll just pretend to I be. Can just be me. What is the? What are you trying to accomplish? Why is it less weird if you have a dirty boy? I want you to be a frog person. Why, Daryl? No, I'm gonna have to put my foot down. This is. Weird. I'm your father and I He's refuse. your father. He's <laughs> your dad, man. You can't okay. make your dad a fish person. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I'm overthinking this. It's the first time I've been accused of that, but I could see that being the case here. Okay, that's fine. Hey, uh, Larkin Sparrow, how's the Ford and Barry Ram going? When you turn back, they're already just like immediately just stab each other with sticks. Like, oh. uh, they goes, uh, uh, it seems that my building aptitude is not what I thought it was, says Sparrow. And Lark says, uh, sa- samesies, hard, hard samesies. Putting two sticks together was a waste of time when I have, when all, one is all I need. Well, speaking of putting two sticks together, kids, <laughs> you remember when you guys were the Lord of Chaos? What are you, cop? <laughs> what, cop? Well, no, hell no. <laughs> Glenn, have you ever met Glenn? Glenn is the least cop guy you've ever met. Let's say we do remember that. I think that you guys need to go incognito into this village that we're about to go into. And I think that those skills that you may or may not have could come in handy. What I'm saying is you got to get on each other's shoulders and that's the only way we'll let you follow us. Oh, I see. Yeah, you want me uh, an adult again? You guys want to turn into a, a big old adult, the two of you together? Lark, you know what this calls for. Sparrow, I do. Stealth! One jumps on the other's shoulder in a, like, it's so quick and so beautiful. It's like just frames of animation. It's like an anime transition. And they produce a cloak and and whip it over themselves. And instantly, you can't see into the cloak. It's just this dark figure. And it's like a six-foot-tall-looking dude. And uh, they manage to move with convincing adult uh, moroseness. Which one's on top? 
uh, Love Wolf or Violent One? Lark is up top. Violent One. Violent One. I go, whoa, you guys like, hi, <laughs> nice to meet you, old man. Never, never seen you before. My name is Daryl Wilson. What's your name? I put my hand out. The Lord of Chaos simply bows. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe the Lord of Chaos is back. This is fucking wild. Okay. It, it bows, but at a perfect 90 degree angle because it's just Sparrow <laughs> holding onto Lark's oh ankles. And, and Lark is leaning forward like Michael Jackson in Smooth Criminal. And then he just like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so good. Yes. Okay. So Lark, Sparrow. Yes. Now that was a test. Don't respond to Lark and Sparrow, Lord of Chaos. Oh, okay. Sure. Do you want another name other than Lord of Chaos, just in case, oh. like, that name's been burned? Do we want another name other than the coolest name there is? You're right. Uh, no, you're right. You're fine. right. You're right. Uh, you're right. That's fair. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Glenn, he could be, like, your, like, leading guitar man or something. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the mysterious bassist. Yeah, there you go. And we're, like, a Doesn't crew. Doesn't say much, because he plays bass. I'm the drummer. <laughs> Okay. We'll be a band. I yeah, guess we'll like be a, a band. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, that's, I guess I'm lead singer and guitar. Whoa, 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 whoa. Payton. What? Slow your roll, my man. <laughs> Payton's your manager. I'll be your manager. <laughs> I'll make sure all the candy's the right color. We'll make it work. We'll make it happen. I'll get you deals. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it, man. Yeah, we're gonna go for it really quick. Okay. Now I am talking to Lark and Sparrow and I open up the coats so I can look at them both in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> they go, yes. Yes. Now look, you know, it's it's good to be rowdy sometimes. But you know your dad could very well be in trouble. You remember what happened last time with your grandpa, right? Uh, yes, it was boring as heck. Yeah, you don't want that, right? Okay, so it wasn't dramatizing. It was just boring. So to you guys, it was just boring. Well, that's, yeah, pretty much. But you hate being bored, right? Well, well we, we, we despise it. You know this. Okay, if you get caught. It's going to be even more boring. You're going to be so bored. More boring than this conversation? Ooh, burn, slap, and they high-five each other. Okay, well, I think you guys got it. We had to close the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, should we arm the Lord of Chaos, or do you think he's good, like, unarmed? Off in the hatch, Henry just got to chill down his pine. <laughs> <laughs> How about you give them your guitar, Glenn? Because they're supposed Ooh, to be better guitars. idea. Why don't you give us Glenn's gun? <laughs> no, I'm going oh, to actually We actually lost that. The we, no, we, the, Glenn, you don't even have it anymore. You lost that. Roll deception just, Daryl. <laughs> That is a nine. So he's, he still has the gun. Delightful, yeah, he has the gun, but you guys are kids and you're not going to have a goddamn Just gun. Just give him the stick. Give him the stick. Here's, Don't give him the stick. <laughs> it's stick or gun, my man. We will not go with. We are going stick in strapped with wood or iron. <laughs> you, can, stick. you both did a good job of carving your stick. You can share. No, they can both have a stick. Keep one stick inside the cloak and here's your other stick. You both get <laughs> a stick. Ooh. They go, if we break these into two pieces, then we will both have two sticks and we'll look like Goro from the YouTube videos of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Sure, whatever, whatever that is. You hear All right. the sound of two pieces of wood being snapped. Huh, okay. <laughs> I guess we start heading into town, right? Are you doing so stealthily, or are you walking in to be noticed? Stealthily, I think. Hey, Glenn, you want, I mean, we're, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to hide ourselves. <laughs> or I guess, I see what you're saying. I guess you want to just, like, check the perimeter and see if we can see what's Let's going on first. check the perimeter. You don't have okay, to just, yeah. like, Yeah, we're sneaking in. up. We're trying to sneak up we're to see, We're sneaking up like, to get a lay of the land, Anthony. Yeah, like if there's okay. any hills. We're going to approach stealthily to kind of get a sense of any openings, you know? Like, like the beginning of any good stealth video game. You start out stealthy. It never ends that way, but you right. have good intentions at the beginning. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Yeah, how good's your stealth, Matt? My stealth is really good. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Oh, oh, I got I, I was plus one. I thought I rolled a natty one. I got a seven plus one, though, so eight. <laughs> okay. That was a journey on that dice roll. <laughs> I thought it was a one plus seven. I was like, I don't have plus seven stealth. Uh, 15 plus four, 19. Okay, so they don't see Glenn, but they do see Daryl. So what happens is the two of you head up to the ridge, and you can see that in the center of the village... Ooh, actually, also both roll are... 
Arcana for me. I didn't even bother having the other two do it because they have a disadvantage. Five plus two, seven. Ten plus zero, ten. Okay, so neither of you notice anything different. Uh, other than the implication of me asking you to roll Arcana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> Weird. You, Glenn, did you just feel sensitive like, to think of something like, magical? Yeah, just like uh, the symbol that Prince adopted for his like sort of <laughs> moniker just kind of flashed in my head. But it could yeah. just be I've had like, you know, want to be your lover stuck in my head for the last 20 minutes. That's a good song. So what happens is as you're talking about Prince, <laughs> the group of Oak children, I guess, or Oak family members, because they're of all shapes and sizes and ages, they immediately notice Daryl and you see about 20 very Henry-esque faces sort of turn to you in unison and their eyes lock with you and then they all get big genuine smiles and they start waving at you and they say hello hello come in come to Oakvale welcome to Oakvale come in. we're oh. just about to have a, a big banquet to honor the return of our prodigal son Oh, well, howdy. I'm Daryl, and uh, this is uh, Glad. We, we were just wandering by. We we're looking for a nice place. This sounds like a party. We're This is Glenn. We're just a... No, Glenn. Yeah, okay, so now sure, we see fine. Glenn. You, you've explicitly said that your names are the names of the dads that Barry is looking for and has been tracking this entire time. You fucking yeah. idiot. So once, you, once you say that, they go, Daryl and Glenn, we've heard so much about you. Oh, I think you misunderstood. I think you misunderstood. No, 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 no. We're the band, Daryl no, and Glenn. I, yeah, Daryl and Glenn. <laughs> like, uh, there's some other bands like uh, uh, Hall and Oates. We're Daryl and Glenn. Yeah. Rolled persuasion with disadvantage. Persuasion with disadvantage, sir? I know. I probably still walked into the wrong forest. I know. I don't know if I should choose between the 24 or the 23. Jesus. God damn it. Okay, so they go... Oh, oh, a band for the banquet. What a delight. You could play music while we quaff and fill our bellies of love and food. Why don't you come in and have a seat? We have a kid here. We're going to see a rate card before we commit to that, but uh, yeah, we can Peyton talk. He walks up behind you and he goes, well, 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 we don't do anything pro bono. Let's see. We're going to have half now, half later, 2,000 gold minimum, or we walk. Yes, I agree with that. The Lord of Chaos also comes in behind you and they go, ooh, who are these two? Uh, who's the small one and the very large one? Tell us all about them. This one's our manager. This is... uh. Duke. <laughs> Duke Ellington, our manager. Duke Ellington, our <laughs> manager. Duke Ellington, nice to meet you. And he starts running around just shaking hands, like really shittily, just like pop, 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 pop. Just grab him, shake him, put it down. Grab him, shake him, put it down. And this is our basis. He doesn't talk much. The Lord of Chaos. <laughs> the Lord of Chaos bends over ever so slightly. And they say, oh, well, that is absolutely delightful. Do you want to have something to eat? We're, we're still cooking a lot of it. But we have some carrots and we have some kale chips and we have some uh, some mm. seaweed snacks, some delightful seaweed snacks. There's, there's all kinds of things. Just sit down, avail yourselves of some food. So Glenn Clock said they all look a little bit like <laughs> yeah. Henry and it's kind of starting to put some things together, rubbing some brain cells and getting some sparks. <laughs> hey, are you all like related or something? What's your deal? You all like, um, you all seem like real friendly with each other. And yeah, is this have... like a family reunion? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? They all in unison burst into laughter and then all in unison stop laughing around <laughs> the same time with the same like, ah, 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 uh, that same like normal, you know, uh, thing. <laughs> the one who's talking to you, who looks very much like a older feminine version of Henry, says, uh, Yes, we are all family. We're all the re-oaks. We are all of the oak, Oakvale. Uh, my name is... Anthony, I have a question. Yes? Okay, if they're all related in this town, are they just all, like, into incest? Like, like how is no, this no, happening? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not incestuous. <laughs> okay. Hi, folks. This is us taking a pause from the podcast <laughs> to let you know this isn't an incest thing. Yeah. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the older lady says, my name is Gatory Oak, and we, we, 
We're all family. We've all come from uh-huh. the great Barry Oak, and we live here in perfect peace and other harmony. Uh, okay. Oh, man. Well, I think this is the commune that Henry said he was from. Wait. Oh, man. Dude, these are a bunch of hippies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they look a lot like Henry, that's for sure. Um, All right. Okay, well, I just gotta, I just gotta adjust my mentality. You know, we kind of gotta do that. We do tour the whole country, after all, and there's certain pockets of the yeah. country that I'm just gonna adjust sort of my mentality a little bit. Like, oh, far out, man. Guys, what are you uh, cooking up? Uh, oh, just all oh, you kinds already said, of- Oh, you already said love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm kind of hey. gluten-free, though. Oh, yeah. no, no gluten to be found, my good friend. All right. Great. And uh, by the way, I forgot. I forgot Dar- Dar- Daryl, to- I'm, not, I'm not actually gluten No, stop saying that. I, I forgot to introduce myself, Frank of Daryl and Glenn. Uh, nice to meet you. Any chance we could see a man of the hour? Uh, you guys are celebrating somebody? A guy oh, named you, you, Henry? Oh, you wish to see the, the, the prodigal son? You wish to see Hen? Oh, it sounds like a fun thing. It sounds oh, like yeah, that's, that's what you guys are you up could- to. Also, my name is Bonesaw. Yeah. Okay. Frank Bonesaw, Bonesaw's Lord ready. of Chaos, and Duke Ellington are here, and we'd love to meet Henry. Of Daryl and Glenn? Uh, Daryl and Glenn, and we love to- It's like <laughs> Leonard Skinner or Pink Floyd, like, you know, it's a name, but it's not the name of anyone in the yeah. band. Hootie and the yeah. Blowfish. <laughs> it's like Kiss, and you're like, oh, that seems like a nice band, and then you see them, and you're like, oh, this isn't a nice band at all. <laughs> and also, you said Barry's here? Yes, Barry Oak is here. He's the one who made this land for us, and he's the one who, uh, who keeps it peaceful and safe and really, really cool. So, yeah, if okay. you would like to go see Henry Oak, the prodigal son, I don't know if I told you his name was Henry, but I'm pretty sure you're just really intuitive. I could get that feeling about you. We're all very empathic here. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he just went down that way toward the hatch. And as they point, you can see Henry and a weird clod of mud at his feet uh, slowly ambling toward <laughs> oh, a hatch We haven't even gotten in the hatch yet. We haven't gotten yet. the hatch yet. <laughs> I'm presuming that this is all happening, like, quasi-simultaneously. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. You see Henry, like, holding a rock and, like, pointing at it. Yeah. Glenn, it's Henry. What, what should we do? I think we just go along with this. We strike when the moment is opportune. I feel like we look and then, like, the camera, And Glenn like, takes the safety off his gun. <laughs> <laughs> the lore of chaos starts, like, vibrating. Um, okay, so let's cut back to uh, Henry and Ron. Let's cut 20 feet over to Henry and Ron. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Henry is, like, all eyes on this hatch. This hatch is his entire world right now. His, his whole mentality is just rocked. I'm just going straight towards the hatch. So Canary holds out a hand and goes, Ah, here's the thing. Uh, it is very, very dangerous in there, and if you go in, you will die. You will immediately age about 100 years or so, and then you'll die. So there's some other oh. cautions we have to take. Uh, okay, I, that, I feel like that. All right. Um, well, you just a, kept walking towards it. I was going to explain it to you. Like when we were in front of the hatch, I was going to be like, "Before you is the hatch. Here oh, are the rules." I see. But okay. you were just oh. you're a go getter. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I'm going to die if I go in there. Is what you said. If your body goes in there, you see. Okay. So here's the thing. Inside this hatch, this has all been told to me by Barry Oak. From his lips to my ears to my lips to your ears. Inside this is the answer to where all of us came from. It carries with it a time long gone, a bygone era. So if we go into this space with our bodies, our bodies will age and decay very quickly. Oh, so we have to astrally project our minds in there is what you're saying. Essentially, yes. But you have to astrally project them into sort of homunculi. Oh, so it's a, okay, so we're going to put our spirits into like totems or something and go in there? Kind of. So she starts digging into the ground and just getting big clods of like mud. Mm. And she goes, so the thing about the world on the other side of this hatch is that it it has a lot of different physical rules than the world that we're in. So if you were to imagine this world as sort of a Dungeons and Dragons 5.0, everything on the other end of that hatch is sort of Dungeons and Dragons 1.0, uh, 
like original D&D mechanics, so to speak. So what I'm going to do is what? you're going to tell me what kind of character you'd like to build in the 1.0 system. <laughs> I will make it out of me? mud. What? You'll put your soul inside of it. And then that character will go in and you can explore to your heart's content without worrying about dying because things were very lethal back in the old days. Okay, this is a lot. I'm, I'm going. I, Canary, I, this just it's been a it's been a big ten minutes for me. So I'm gonna sit down. Is that? Oh sh! Oh my! What? So Henry looks up and he sees Daryl. Daryl's waving. Yeah. Hi, Daryl. <laughs> oh, jeez. And Glenn, and oh, jeez. Is that who I think it is in the room? Our, our bassist. Lord of Chaos, and I wink at him. The Lord of Chaos immediately, like, two hands come up from the sides of the cloak, and they're just doing devil horns. <sighs> Excuse me, Canary. These are my friends. Um, I guess they're... The band. Uh, We're the band. The band is called Daryl and Glenn. That's us. The band. And I'm Frank. And I'm Bonesaw. <laughs> and we heard everything she said, so you don't have to explain it to us again. We overheard it. Perfect. She was talking very loudly. Would you like to go in as well? If it, oh, you're the bar. Are you bards? Uh, uh, yes. You could sing a lovely song about Henry and all the wonderful things that he's done in his whole life if you went in with him. Uh-huh. It's up to you, though. You don't have to go in. Are you paying us? <laughs> no, not at all. The, there is no payment in Oakvale. We support whoa, 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 one another with kindness what? and love. That is the currency of Oakvale is food, companionship, shelter, the basic necessities of life. Yeah, but like, what about like money, though? What about it? Well, but like, what are you like against the idea of money? Yeah. But why? You it's like, you so like the cr- idea of money? Do you like doing things you don't like to do just to get a currency that some other entity is determined should run your life? That seems a little bit slave. No, slavish. well, no, but like the decision of how much money is worth Ron is decided upon up. by a group of people. <laughs> oh, oh, who's this? I'm, I'm in the band, too. Whoa! Your pet rock has turned into a man. You don't even need a, a homunculus. You could just go in as you are. That's delightful. I think, I think Ron should probably make a homunculus too. Hey guys, it's been. I am actually really glad to see you. It's been crazy. This is like I'm from here. I think this is my home. It's all kind of coming back to me. But they said there's a lot of answers on the other side of this hatch, and I gotta go in. It sounds really dangerous though. So I, you know, oh jeez, oh boy. Oh man, this is a this is a big one. This is a lot. I put my hand on his shoulder. I go, so uh, Henry is the GP around the G- the grand of uh, my dad know, grandpa. No, oh, yeah. oh, is that just like an open thing? Yeah, he. This is okay. his town, man. Like this is my dad. I think he's like the mayor here or something like that. It's all slowly coming back to me. There are answers on the other side of this thing, and I, I, ha- I have to see it through. Well, okay. hold so, on. If you're remembering stuff now, then why don't we just wait here? I mean, like, everybody seems really nice and, and helpful, and there's no money to worry about. And, you know, as a businessman, I love money, but I don't like counting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so if we're, we're safe here, then why don't we just wait for your memory to sort of memorize I, I, I feel like I got, I just, I need to know because I need to know, Ron. And if you look, if you want to stay on the outside, I totally get that because this is crazy. This is too much. I need, I need to see this through. Wherever you need to go, Henry, we're going to go. It's just the only question is, uh, what do you want to do with the, with the kiddos over there? So does nobody know that they're the, that they're the, no, I don't think so. And by the way, I, I, I fed them only vegetables and they did carve some sticks, but like, they're pretty, they're pretty chill. They got a little out of control, but like, they're okay. They got their exercise in. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for keeping an eye on them, man. Like, you know, yeah, this yeah. is, it's a, it's a dangerous world out here. As you say this, you turn and see that the Lord of Chaos like produces one hand with a sharpened stick in it, and then another hand with a sharpened stick in it, and then another hand with a sharpened <laughs> stick in it, and then another hand with a sharpened stick in it. And I wave them down. It'd be a shame if this got real boring, am I right, Henry? All the hands go right back inside the cloak. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm gonna have to use that one. Wow, I can't believe I never thought of it. Hey, good job, Daryl. Oh, um, thanks. 
Canary, so you're saying we're going to create little mud versions of ourselves and go into this other plane of existence. What happens to, like, our bodies? Are we just, like, taking a nap, you know, on this side? That's right. You'll do a little snoozy. Hmm. That makes You're like, me you won't nervous. do anything to us? <laughs> what do you mean, do anything to you? I don't know. I just, I, you know, the, okay. We'll take you into a bed because your back might hurt a whole lot when you get back up. So we'll probably take you into the village and, like, get you on a nice, nice little comfy down mattress. Oh, you know, like, nice. putting our hands in warm water or, like, Killing us? We couldn't kill you if you wanted to. Oh, uh, that's good to know. Wait. Why couldn't you kill us even if you wanted to? Real quick, go ahead and kill me. Try to kill me. Uh, are you sure that? Yeah, uh, go for it. Go for it. Okay, I take out. I feel like Payton takes this opportunity <laughs> to. <laughs> Payton's like jumping up and down. He's bouncing up and down. I'm like, let um, me do it. Let me do it. Let I, me do it. I, it's I, consensual. It's consensual. Okay. <laughs> I like uh, Henry. Like pulls out a knife and I don't I know you know I'll tell I'm sure it must be some magic what do you like come right back to life or something like that it's something to do here watch give me the knife go ahead okay I give her the knife so she takes the knife and she goes I'm gonna stab myself watch out everybody and she brings the knife down and it like she tries to like drive it into her stomach but before it even connects with the skin her arms just seize up and she goes it's like she can't physically bring herself to do it she's like and then she goes see you can't actually follow through on any violence uh, within the center of the village now in the the hatch you definitely can't because that's sort of a separate zone I grab the knife and I try to stab into my thigh same thing happens. The second Whoa. that you the knife is about to breach your skin, it just and you can't physically or psychically make yourself do it. This makes the fact that Daryl did this cool knife trick less impressive now. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't have possibly cut himself. <laughs> I tossed the knife to pay him like, all right, but you can have the knife while we're here. <laughs> oh, 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 and he grabs it, jumps on top of uh, Canary, and just like raises it up and just keeps bringing it down over and over and it keeps doing nothing. She's not reacting at all. And she's like, he's a delight. This one's a delight. And he's like, this is so good. This is all the fun of the best. Okay, um, Canary, we need to do a band huddle here. Uh, so if you could just give us like a quick second. As much time as you need. Okay, hey guys, and I, I bring Larkin Sparrow into the huddle too. Hey, how you doing with all this, Henry? We have to sit, like, man, I'm, I'm trying to keep it together right now. And yeah. this is just, I can get a lot of curveballs thrown at me today. And I just, yeah. so here's my primary concern. Okay. We go to sleep. We go into the other side of this world. Who knows what kind of crazy situation we're going to wake up in, right? Like the, mm-hmm. that seems kind of rowdy to me. And especially like, I'm nervous about the kids having to like go to sleep too. Cause I know that Barry wants the kid, but they want to raise our kids, right? Barry doesn't want to hurt them. He wants to raise them. That's what they said. They wanted to steal our kids. Well, yeah. If they wanted to hurt them. They would have hurt them when they had them. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, I don't think, you know, there's a chance that maybe he'll take them, but you know, if he takes your kids or whatever, we'll get them back. All right. If this is what you got to do, then we got to do this. And okay. You know, I'm less concerned about what they're going to do to us and, you know, just making sure that you're okay and ready to, you know, face whatever's going to be in there. How do we know that we can't just go into the hatch? How do we know that she's telling the truth about aging everybody up? Lark says, if you want to test, I could run in and then very quickly run out and see if I'm suddenly 18 and have the ability to smoke and drink and and boat and fire a gun. Uh, Actually, you know what, Ron, you could just throw like some of your bats or something in there and see what comes back. That's true. Do you want to test it out with a bat, Ron? Yeah, I'll send a, I'll send a frog in because I think that's uh, no offense to your your father, Peyton, but I think it's my least favorite animal that I have here. Holy ones aren't frogs. It's they look similar. It's that's all it is. Oh, yeah, I fucking hate frogs. All right, so <laughs> I I pull up the hat of vermin. I say head of vermin, one frog, please. Uh, a frog. <laughs> Splutes out Ooh, right on your hand. I don't like splutes. Canary grabs a big old wheel on the front of the hatch and cranks it counterclockwise and like with all of her strength, like 
lurches it open and a puff of ancient, dusty smelling foul air comes out of the hatch. And it's pretty dark in there, but you can see a staircase headed down. Henry casts speak with animals and speaks to the frog. And I say, hey, Mr. Frog, Mr. or Miss, I don't want to frog. Yes. Uh, so, uh, hey, I, we need you to go down this hatch and just, you know, come back real quick. OK, <clears throat> yes, <clears throat> that, this is my frog voice. <clears throat> yes. You want me to go down and just come back? Yeah. <laughs> just real quick, just just dip on in and then run back out after we... Henry, uh, or Hen, rather. <laughs> Guys, did you know his name's Hen? Just call me Hen. No, my name is Henry. He's, he's like a Henry. chicken. Hen, it's, Hen. My name, is, my name is Hen, Ron. Okay. <laughs> my, name, my, my, name is Hen, my name is Henry. My name okay. is Henry. Uh, all right, Henry, I'm sorry. Will you, it's okay. Just... Will you tell the frog that if he sees the button, it's uh, four... Eight, <laughs> fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, uh, forty-two, forty-two. I think. Are you just going and, uh, off the top of your dome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. And then just click enter or whatever. Okay. Hey, I tell that to the frog because Henry did not see the show Lost. So if there's you see anything for numbers, you know those are the numbers. But just run on in and run back out. Okay. All right, here I go. And uh, he jumps on the first stair, jumps down onto it. The second, its little paws, or paws, flippers, uh, touch the, Aww, the first step. Frog Immediately, paws. a gray beard begins to form on its mouth, <laughs> and then wrinkles begin to form across the frog's back. And it goes, whoa, yo, and it jumps back out, and is like, the beard is like way super long. And in the instant that it was there, uh, it seems to have aged at least 50 years. Wouldn't it like bleep out of existence? Frogs live about ten to twelve years. That's so. amazing. Faerun and Faerun, they grow beards. Yeah, they grow beards. That's true, they also don't grow beards. Henry turns to Ryan, says, "Ron, I think they're telling the truth about the hatch." Hey, Henry, let me uh, sidebar you for a second over here. Yeah, what's up, Glenn? Yeah, it's just um, mm, mm, just sort of looking at this situation. Uh huh. Losing consciousness, going to sleep. This just seems like a really dumb idea. Just saying, uh, that's a really yeah, dumb idea, I mean, and I'm not doing it. I don't let no dentist put me down. I still got all four of my wisdom teeth, even though they said it was going to be a real problem. And it turns out, by the way, that it wasn't a problem. And maybe all of dentistry is a scam. I'm still working on know, that one. Glenn, but- you know, oh God, I know. Do I do I have my wisdom teeth? I guess I must. I, I you know, I never thought about it, but that, yeah, I, I have all my wisdom teeth too. And now I'm like that. That may be. Oh my god, you know, I have a lot of gum problems, man. I, I gotta focus. I gotta focus. I gotta focus. Look, I get it. I'm not comfortable with this either, man. But this is kind of like my whole. This is like my whole existential. I gotta know what's in there, dude. So, oh, geez, though, you raise a really good point. Like, you know, I remember hearing that you're never supposed to go with a hippie to a second location, and I also feel like that probably involves like you know going to sleep in a commune that you haven't spent the night in before so ron's got his like four of his fingers in his mouth like i i don't know if people if you're wise do you have wisdom teeth and if you're not wise does that mean you got them out and you're a dentist already right now henry has disadvantage on wisdom teeth so (laughs) okay glenn raises a really good point do we want to leave all of us unconscious here because here's what i'm thinking like who knows what's in that place too like we how well can we trust these people like there might be some crazy stuff in there i don't want to go in there alone that's really scary you might be trapping your soul hey glenn while i'm out uh you have my consent to to see if i have uh, wisdom teeth still <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i'll check on that 
And if I still have my wisdom teeth, like, can I have my wisdom back that I lost when I looked at the poopy? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, and if you do have wisdom teeth, you're going to let Glenn remove them while you're out. No, this is directed more to Anthony. Because wouldn't it be funny if, like, we rolled something and then I had wisdom teeth, so I was really smart. Yeah, that is funny. Okay. All right, we'll do that. Because that's how wisdom teeth work. (laughs) Yeah, because otherwise you're gonna have to wait until you get all the way to your to fucking Slankery Hill to get your shit back. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. It's stupid. I'll give a coin flip as to whether yes. or not them teeth are still in there. Okay, but like we can't do it now because I'm still. No, awake. that's the juicy yeah. cliffhanger that we're gonna leave yeah. this episode on. <laughs> is whether, whether Ron still has his wisdom teeth. <laughs> Daryl walks over Canary and she's like, hey, so just real quick, like it's like we don't actually go in there, right? So like if we die in there, we don't actually die, correct? No, 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 no. Only a homunculus goes in that you can remotely control by putting your consciousness into it momentarily. If you die down there in the homunculus, your body uh, just gets your consciousness back. That said, your consciousness, once it goes into one of my homunculi, once it's died, it can't go back into a homunculi. It just develops an antidote to being back in my little mud men. So you only get one shot. It's a refractory period, if you will. Henry, this might be your only shot, man. I think at the very least we can't go in half cocked. You know what I mean? Like we gotta, I, I'm there for you. Like we do this, like it's a risk to leave. You know, maybe we leave somebody here, but like, I'm there for you, man. If this is what you want to do. Okay. No, I'm full cocked. I'm going in. Okay. Well, you guys can go in. I'll stay behind and guard the bodies. Um, Don't call us bodies. That makes it feel like you've already given up <laughs> on us, Glenn. Like you're going to guard us. The unconscious okay, yes, people. You, yes. All right, Glenn. Yes, yes. There could be some stuff in there that I don't know if my beautiful boys are ready to see. Because I don't, I'm still trying to piece together what all happened, you know? And, you know, I want to have as strong a team in there as possible. So I'm going to go against my better judgment here and say that I'm, I'm, uh, I can, it's really hard for me to say this right now. So just give me a second. Okay. All right. Glenn. Yes. You're in charge of my sons. Oh, all right. Uh, Give a little light (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) That was not reassuring at all to Henry. I look at Henry. I say, hey, Henry, when I was there with Glenn, I got to tell you, Glenn straight up did a great job. I like look over at Glenn. And I'm like giving him a wink. It's like, you got nothing to worry about. I didn't even have to parent at all. It was all Glenn, man. All He's right. got your kids I'm, down I'm gonna roll. I'm going to roll to see if I saw the wink. What would that be? It'd be perception. And then, Percep- and then that's yeah, perception's wisdom, right? Yes. <laughs> I got a uh, 15. Well, with 15, you actually see the wink. Okay, why are you winking, though, Daryl? It feels like if that was a true statement, you wouldn't need to wink to Glenn about it. You know what? I can't, I can't. I put my hand on Henry's shoulder and look him dead in the eye, and I say, Suede. Henry, don't worry about up here. They won't know I'm here. I'll be able to conduct some reconnaissance for when you guys come back, and I will make sure to take care of your kids, Spark and Arrow. (laughs) Ooh, much better names, much better names. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting our tattoos changed. You know, one promise is pretty good. But what's even better than one promise is multiple promises. Glenn, do you promise on your word as a dad that you will take care of my children and watch after them as if I don't want to say your own? Because, frankly, I mean, not to judge, but uh, will you do a good job looking after them? Uh, Yes. Okay, I have your word. Canary. And I turn to Canary. Hello. You seem like a really nice person. And you seem like someone that if you give your word, your word is bond. Do I sense that that's true? Is that true? Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. She does a pirouette. (laughs) You give me your word that nothing bad will happen to anyone in this room while they're unconscious. And that nothing bad will happen to my friends Roadman and Spark, I mean, the Lord of Chaos. It's a lot of names you threw at me, but no, of course, of course. I will be as fantastic a host as Bari Oak himself is. You have nothing Mm. to fear. Can All I right. roll to think if I think she's lying? Yeah, roll insight. 
I got a 19. I don't know what my bonus is. With a 19, which is a pretty good roll, you can tell that as far as she knows, by her definition of what is good or bad, nothing bad will happen. Hmm, okay. seems like a shaky technicality, but... <laughs> but in that moment, Daryl's like, I mean, she seems truthful. The only question I have is what do we do about the P-Man? Well, so... Get it? Because it works both ways. You see what who? I did there. What? The P-Man. What? The P-Man. 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 The P-Man. Oh, P Why does it work Peyton. both ways? And also P as in, as in urine. Peyton's coming in with us. I feel like this is a good way for Peyton to get out some fighting and aggression without being in physical harm. <laughs> this is <laughs> great because, you know, this is kind of video games do that in our yeah. world. I think, you know, maybe Peyton would be real, a really good gamer. I feel like if Peyton was in the our world, he'd be a gamer. That's what I think. Uh, but a, a really nice gamer who didn't do yeah, the bad no, he gamer stuff. I really G care gamer. about ethics and gaming journalism. <laughs> If, <laughs> That's canonically the kind of person I am. If if Peyton was in the real world, he would think you are a cult. <laughs> Peyton, you know, in our world, we have, you guys have unfortunate foster children. We have these brothers that are super. And guess what they do? They smash stuff. Uh-huh. And that's, you know, that could be like something that you're a part of. Anyway. Sounds like your son. Sounds like you just described Larkin Sparrow. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's true. They are Super Smash Brothers. I love my, oh boy. All right. That Which brings me <laughs> to the last word. We've got two pretty shaky words from Glenn and Canary, both of whom seem semi-reliable. Lark, I mean, mm, uh, Lord of Chaos, may I have a moment's parlay with you. The Lord of Chaos speaking. Oh, well, I, just, I hate it when you guys do that. Okay. All right. It's, <laughs> boys. Yes. I have to go into this mystery hatch. While I'm down there, Glenn is in charge. Do I have your word that you will do what Glenn says? Your word upon your brother's life that you will listen to Glenn and that you will do what he says. As long as it doesn't sound too stupid because it's Glenn. <laughs> you would use our love for each other against one another to get what you wish. That is brilliant, Father. Yes, I, Lord of Chaos Part 1, agree to do that thing. And I, Lord of Chaos Part 2, also agree to do that thing. All right, guys, that's four words that are all kind of shaky. But what I'm hoping here is they'll all add up to like one pretty good word that nothing bad is going to happen. So given all of that. It's time to go in. So as you uh, resolve amongst yourselves that you're going to go down into this hatch, Canary's turned away from you fiddling with something. And when she turns back <laughs> around, she's holding a rock and a chisel. And you can see that the rock is uh, like an <laughs> isodeca. It's got 20 sides on it. And oh, icosahedron. Oh, an icosahedron, nice. Anthony? Yes, it's an icos- It's one of those, you fucker. And Fucking she goes, nerd. all right, guys, it's time. And she throws it at you to roll your characters. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as MC Henry, Professor Oak. Remember, we got a track from the Rocks Rock EP right after this. Beth May plays Ron Stampler and myself. Freddie Wong plays Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. And a quick shout out to all of our fine Patreon supporters, but especially folks like Austin Has a Beard, that's one word, Logan Duquette, Beth Thatcher, 
John Stampler, related, who knows, Patrick Estberg, Justin Valentin, Brett S. Jones, Luke Downey, Francis Marie Glorioso, Dylan Adams, Alex Robert, Bo Elkers, I think it's Elkers, something like that, Benjamin D. Horning, James Gillespie, and Sean Chappell. Thank you all so much for supporting. By the way, The Rock's Rock EP, the rap album we reference as a joke in an episode. We made it into a reality. It's out. And by all accounts, it's actually pretty good. You can judge the level of quality we're talking about for yourself here in just a second. Two ways you can get this album. One, it's available on our store as a digital download at DungeonsAndDaddies.com or you can become a Patreon member and every level from five bucks a month on gets the album as well as all of our stretch goal content, our after show, our bonus content, our Discord, live listen there's just so much stuff that you get on top of that listen the choice is yours i'm just saying two ways you can get it dungeonsanddaddies.com or become a patreon member follow us on twitter at dungeons and dads our subreddit is reddit.com slash r slash dungeons and daddies our next episode's coming at you august 18th so we will see you then Hello, everyone! Welcome to the San Dimas Museum of Natural History. SDMNH represent! My name's Henry Oak, and I'll be your guide today to the wonderful world of G to the E to the ology. Now I know what you're thinking. Geology? Who wants to learn about boring old rocks? Well, did you know that rocks are actually super cool and interesting? Let me tell you all about it. From the pebbles on the beach to the cobbles in the streets, every stone that you can see will teach you rocks, rock. And if you want to learn the history of Earth from the present to our bridge, you gotta study rocks. And if you're a great geologist, you'll learn where hidden knowledge is and get into good colleges because of rocks. And if you want to save the planet, then you gotta understand it. Know your geos from your granite, now let's talk rocks. Who can tell me what a rock is? No one, come on now, take a shot, kids. Look it up in the dictionary, and you'll find the definitions vary. Noun, any natural material, hard or soft, with a distinctive mineral composition. Now here's a question, what is a mineral? I'm glad you asked. It's a chemical compound, not a liquid or gas, but a solid structure at room temperature that occurs in nature. Like arseniosite, or or alephane, or amethyst, or anathase, or anilorite. Ooh, now that you're hip to the basics, Professor Oak is going to put you through the paces. Pokemon reference, oh, that reminds me, there's a Poke stop at the gift shop behind me, so don't forget to get yourself a Geo Dude when you stop in to get yourself a Geo Dude. Anyone? Because it's a it's a reference to the video game Pokemon. Oh, here comes the chorus. From the pebbles on the beach to the cobbles in the streets, every stone that you can see will teach you rocks, rock. And if you want to learn the history of Earth from the present to our birth, you gotta study rocks. And if you're a great geologist, you learn where hidden knowledge is and get into good colleges because of rocks. And if you want to see the planet, then you gotta understand it. Know your geos from your granite. Now let's talk rocks. Rocks are a window through time. If you don't believe me, this will blow your mind. How old's the oldest rock you think? A hundred years, a million? Then a boogie, a green to a belt, is 4.28 billion. That's old, even older than your mama. But like mama's DNA tells us the saga that led to her birth. Rocks tell us the story of how the earth formed and all of its glory. How? Well, let's take the NGB. Get up in that greenstone and you'll see putative fossilized microorganisms found deep in the church. They support the supposition that life began at the bottom of the sea in geothermal vents, even hotter than this beat.
From the pebbles on the beach to the cobbles in the streets, every stone that you can see will teach you rocks. And if you want to learn the history of Earth from the present to our birth, you gotta study rocks. And if you're a great geologist, you learn where hidden knowledge is and give them to good colleges because rocks. And if you want to save the planet, then you gotta understand it. Know your geodes from your granite. Now let's talk rocks. Earthquakes, landslides, volcanoes, oh my. Learn about them all when you step on inside diamonds, rubies. If you like jewelry, we've got gems that'll get you drooling. Dino fossils, so colossal, paralyze your hypoglossals. You can't see them in this museum. Once you hear the rules, don't make me repeat them. One, no phones in the exhibit. Leave it in a cubby and don't forget it. Two, R-E-S-B-E-C-T. The features, teachers, staff, and me. Three, save the best for last. Talking rocks is such a blast. And geology's for everyone. So rule number three is have some fun. Rocks just rock. Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect... Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. (laughs) (laughs) Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share display. You can buy a bunch of these and put other, like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload <laughs> and share Make a goon room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded gooning. my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being being silly. I have great photos on my aura frames and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give my I already did. I did it for last month. You Mother's did one for my mom too. You Moms fucking love Moms it. Love Moms this love this shit. Moms go wild. For aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura That's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just supposed to be Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it Go as in one there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> 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 and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, Most I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. High fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. <laughs> that one came out weird. That was freshly here for vitamin B12. Oh, vitamin D. B12. That's why this is Oh, 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 we're going to Folate, vitamin C. 
<laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you can say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids to and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal is one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.